For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, YouTube has just announced something that is like 100% a reason for everybody to be jumping in on YouTube Shorts, if you're not, and an easier way to create them. Also, for anyone doing ads, a fantastic new tool to better serve the different segments of your audience. That and more updates that have all recently come out for YouTube. My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. We break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm joined by Jessica Stansberry. Jessica is host of the Hey Jessica podcast and the founder of Hey Jessica, a company designed to help businesses grow with YouTube her courses include YouTube Rockstars and the YouTube Starter Toolkit. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm excited to talk about this shorts announcement in just a second, but let's talk about some of the updates that have rolled out now for YouTube analytics, because, you know, as marketers, we live and die by the analytics. So yeah. what are these new things that they are giving us so we can make better videos based on what's been happening so far? Yeah, I'm a little bit of an analytics nerd for sure. I mean, I feel mm. like you say, like as marketers, we have to be. So now we can see the current subscriber versus new subscriber stat in our advanced mode of analytics, which is really nice because then you can compare it like how many new viewers were there compared to old viewers. And that way you can kind of see, does this resonate more? Is this something that I should do more to attract new people? Or is this something I should do more to nurture my community, which is a big deal on YouTube because you're always trying to like find that fine balance. So that is the main analytics thing that I saw on the report. But there were also some shorts analytics things. Do you want to talk about that now or later? Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. And then another piece of this is the data stories. And you and I don't have this, but I think it sounds really cool. What are data stories that YouTube's testing? Basically, they are going to analyze your people and start to show you what those people are doing on your channel as like a story. Like this is what we see these people doing. This is how we see these people acting on your videos. This is how much of your videos they normally watch or whatever. And again, it's really hard for me to say because I've not been able to play with it myself. But based on what other people are saying, the cool people that have it, that's kind of what it looks like. But I don't know. It, I think it'll be really cool because then you'll be able to see like, okay, this tends to be a trend. How can we work with that? Well, and I feel, you know, you said you're an analytics super geek. I said nerd. I don't want to call you something you didn't say. But it's okay. Nerd. Okay. That's what I was trying to remember. What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> but for some people, it's like, I like numbers when somebody mm -hmm. else looks them up and says, look at this. Yes. <laughs> but like using them. I don't necessarily like looking at myself. And so I felt like this is kind of YouTube 
dumbing down the numbers and just kind of going, hey, here's the story. This is yeah. down and here's maybe why and here are some things you can do, Yeah, which I think is really great. I agree. And I think they do a decent job of this scattered throughout our analytics. So it'll be nice for it to all be in one spot. And then they are also adding some analytics for people that are doing remixes as part of shorts. Yes. Yes. Which, you know, it's just one of those things we're constantly wanting more analytics for shorts. <laughs> so it's just like a new analytic that we can add to the portfolio that will help us see how many remixes we've had, who has remixed them, what remixes have done the best, those kinds of things. And like where people remix your videos, I believe is in the analytic too. So It'll be nice to add to the like shelf of short analytics. That's fairly small right now, but we'll get there. Yeah. And from a brand marketing standpoint, I mean, you can imagine if a brand had a video that got remixed a bunch of times rather than just going, oh, well, that was nice. Yeah. Now they can kind of go in and actually see the data and see what's happening with that. Right. And replicate it because that's the whole part of marketing, right? It's like what worked and let's try and do it again. Yes. So yeah. I think that'll be a welcome addition for people that are using it at that level. So, all right. We definitely have to talk about shorts in this big announcement that came out today. Real quick though, if you have been hearing the term Web3, that is the third iteration of the internet. The first iteration was back when we were just first getting online. The second iteration was peer-to-peer, Skype and social media and things like that. Well, Web3 is, if you've been hearing about NFTs and all that kind of stuff, this is the new frontier. And this is supposed to change the internet forever. And if you want to be an early adopter, and if you're listening to these updates right now, you're probably potentially in that camp. Get your head full and your notebook full of incredible ideas that you can apply to business right away at the Crypto Business Conference. You can get your all-access ticket right now in sunny San Diego this fall by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC2022. So this we just saw come out today, this announcement about Shorts, Jessica, where finally they mean something for those of us that are long video creators or I just found out this week, YouTube has been calling them VODs, videos on demand, right. <laughs> the, the old school YouTube video. So what is it that they're saying now about shorts and their relation to the traditional video content? So prior to this, basically shorts were like a standalone piece of content. Shorts are over here, longs as I call them, or VODs are over here. And the two didn't really have a lot to do with each other. It wasn't like if somebody was scrolling your short and they liked your shorts that they would then all of a sudden see your longs in their home screen or in their subscription feed. But now they're saying that those two things will correlate, that if someone is watching your shorts, they are more likely to then see your longs in their home feed. So that is really good for getting new exposure, which is great. This is what we've wanted. Like this is exactly what we've wanted the whole time. Now I have a few other asks and requests of YouTube with shorts, but this is definitely like high on the list. I'm pumped for this. This is one of those things. Like when I saw this today, I went, they don't already do that. Right. Like, <laughs> that seems like a day one yes. kind of thing. Like, Hey, you like this person's shorts. You might like this person's videos as well. So yeah, it really means a lot because it's much more incentive for anybody or any brand to actually put out shorts. Exactly. And by the way, I'm going to ask our editorial director. I don't know if we know anybody at YouTube. I want to petition for longs and shorts yeah. instead of VOD. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> when they started coming out with shorts, I'm like, what in the world are we calling what we've been doing for five years? Like, I don't know what to be called. So they're longs. It's perfect. Pants. I guess we could call them pants. We got shorts and we got pants. <laughs> and then the other part of this is they've made it easier for those of us that have been creating pants or longs mm -hmm. or VODs yep. to create shorts. So what is this new addition that they've added here recently? 
This one I love. Like if I had to pick all the things we're going to talk about, this is probably one of my favorites. This would be number one. So basically now when you are on a video, like watching a video on the regular YouTube app, you can, there's like a little button that's like create short and you can create a short from that long form video. We do this already in my content plan, right? Is like we have my YouTube videos and then my team goes in and chops them up and makes them into shorter form videos to share on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. And now you can do it straight from the video on YouTube. And the cool part about that is when you do that, when you share the short, the link to the long (laughs) that it came out of will be shared with that short. So it will be much easier for someone to be like, oh, this was just a preview of a video. I need to click here and watch the rest of it, which as a marketer and as a content creator, that is golden. Well, because previously it was like, hey, go to my profile and find it. Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My thought immediately was, you know, when I do YouTube videos, I batch and I'll do like 15 in a morning and I have another batch coming up in a few weeks. And my first thought was I'm going to probably record intentionally do a chunk of the whole video that sort of is a preview that will stand alone for this feature alone. Because I tested it yesterday and it took me, I don't know, 90 seconds to pull a clip of the video and turn it into a short and then schedule it. You know, it's going out tomorrow. Yes, I agree. Yeah, this is absolutely a huge feature. So that's the edit into short feature. And then comment stickers is something that they're rolling out as well. And so tell us what the comments stickers are with shorts. Yeah, so I think most people are familiar with those on Instagram stories. So Instagram stories, if you're like, ask me a question, you can put the little box and people can like ask a question. Well, there's no real good place on YouTube or there is on YouTube as a whole, but not on shorts to be able to do that. So now they're rolling out stickers to allow people to like comment and for you to feature that comment and to be able to do the more interactive parts that TikTok and Instagram already have that YouTube doesn't. And so does this include the ability to reply to a comment mm-hmm. as a short with a video. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which is really nice. Cause that's a feature that TikTok has had since its inception. And for me, I know as a creator that helps me just bust out content. It's like, let me answer this question. Let me answer that one. And so when you can do that really quickly, it's nice. It creates like a feed and we're not having to jump all over the place trying to find comments. Yeah. One of my favorite ways to create Reels is using that feature, which is great. And I think for people working with clients too, I mean, you could even have them rip these out. You'd have to figure out the device and all of that. But one of the big struggles with working with clients in the day and age of shorts is getting them to provide all of this video content, right? Oh, exactly. So I think that's a great, great opportunity. And then new remix features that are coming out. And I got to say, one of them surprised me because it wasn't what I thought it was. And I think, you know, for those of us that live and breathe this, we're like, oh, they have that now. (laughs) This one kind of surprised me. So what are these new features that you can use with the remix feature? So now you can cut. So before the remix was like, you had to use the whole thing, (laughs) I guess is the best way to explain that. And so now you can cut it at a certain point and be like, I just need this part to remix, which is nice. You don't want to have to remix the whole thing. Plus they don't give you enough time to do that. So you can do that, but there's also a green screen where you can just do the normal green screen, but you can also put other people's videos in the background, which is really cool. So yeah, I think we're getting there. We're getting there with shorts. Like I feel like all of these features are things that we've wanted for a minute. Well, and the ability to do the green screen with somebody else's video in the background, I mean, essentially opens up all of this theoretically commercial content Mm -hmm. that as a marketer, we shouldn't be allowed to use, (laughs) but we can legally because YouTube has built it into their terms, Yes, which I think is really, really cool. And I was surprised because I just, I was like, oh, okay, green screen. And then like, wait, I can stand in front of a Beyonce video or whatever it might be. 
I had the same thought. Mine wasn't about Beyonce. We see what you want to do videos about. But I was thinking the same thing. Like, this is cool, but also maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. You're afraid that somebody's going to do something with your video that you're not comfortable with? Yeah, right. You know, we've had people before be like, we're going to analyze Jessica Stansberry's channel or whatever the scenario is. And they are purposefully doing it to pull me apart to sell their product. Yeah. And I mean, I can't do anything about it. Like YouTube is a, you know, open source. (laughs) Like I can't do anything. So I can see that happening is like, oh, where she said this, this is wrong or whatever. But at the same time, most people are not going to use it that way. So, you know, I try not to be pessimistic. And if I'm not mistaken, you can turn off the ability to remix your stuff if you're concerned about this. Like when I worked in an agency, one of the things we did was reputation management. And sometimes Mm -hmm. certain brands do not want to open themselves up to that. So it's nice to kind of have that in there. Totally. So yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And then the other big announcement this week, and I guess it wasn't surprising just based on what's happened with Reels and TikTok videos, but YouTube is now changing what the short looks like when you download it. Is that right? Yes, of course. They're putting the lovely watermark on it like everybody else. I don't know. I struggle with this because as a marketer, as someone who's going to repurpose content, it makes it very hard to do that without recording externally, right? And a lot of times these tools are built in that we need to record internally for whatever reason, either on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And so this, of course, they're going to watermark it. So now if you download it, it will have the watermark on it. And then if you take it to TikTok or you take it to Instagram, it's going to have that on it. And I love YouTube and I wouldn't have my business if it wasn't for YouTube. Same. I do love the way they announced it. They were like, we just want to make sure your people know where your content is. And it's like, yeah. oh, is this for me? Thank you. Thank yeah. you, YouTube. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I think we can love something and be critical of it, you know, and it's okay. Yeah. We're talking about all of the recent YouTube updates with Jessica Stansberry. And if you run ads on YouTube, there is a very cool new tool you're going to want to know about here in just a second. But YouTube has been adding some new editing tools to their built-in editor, which has always been certainly not a replacement for video editing software. Right. What are they adding to the video editing to kind of make this easier to do it online on the fly? Yeah. So basically now the actual editor, they're making the trim part of that way easier. So you know how it's been a pain for years. You have to like find the playhead and get it to the right spot. And half the time you don't get it right. And they've added a lot of tools where you can do second markers and get really precise and added some new trim features in there that are going to make trimming out things much easier or cleaning up your videos much easier because we've all had that thing. I've definitely uploaded a video and been like, oh, I misspelled a word and I would rather just edit it out instead of trying to like redo the whole thing. So it'll make it a lot easier to do that. Yeah. And it's good to know. I'd never done the trimming when it was garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. (laughs) I've always just had good trimming on YouTube apparently Yeah, (laughs) that they've added recently. It's not fun. It is not something I like strive to do. Every time I have to like use that trim tool, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw my computer out the wall Okay, or out the window. So hopefully it's better. And then the other thing they're adding is essentially formatting to the description section in the videos. Yeah, who knew we'd be so excited for bold and italic text? (laughs) I'm very excited, though, because, like, you can do bold headers, or I'm sure you do the same thing where I'm like, this is what I was talking about in the video. Like, here's a link I was talking about, or whatever. And it'll be nice to, like, call that out a little bit so it's not all just, like, really mundane and linear all the way down. Well, I think it's just an opportunity to get 
the things we want to stand out in the description more yes. because that's been tough. We try and game it with emojis and different things yeah. to make, you know, arrows and things like that. It'll be nice. You know, when I think of social media, the only other place I can really think of it is Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it's really cool that YouTube is giving us this and I'm sure it'll be limited in terms of you won't be able to abuse it and, yeah, <laughs> you know, make probably. it look worse. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, let's talk about merchandise, shopping, YouTube, retail, all of that kind of stuff. YouTube has had this merchandise tab for years. And early on, it was like creators could have print-on-demand t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that. But now they're actually ditching the name merchandise. So where are they going with this, Jessica? They're going to call it shopping now, which makes sense because not everything is merch. Right. And so like, I think it makes sense. I think I see what we're doing here. I think I see where we're going as a digital product creator. This makes me happy because the things that I want to sell on YouTube are usually not merch. So I think it'll be nice to have that language shift. Yeah. And so at this point, it's just a rebrand, but it sounds like you're saying this is going to be sort of an expansion on, you know, they've come a long way from a print on demand t-shirt to the stuff that will be able to be bought from the videos. Absolutely. I think they mentioned that. Like the CEO was like, oh, here's some things we'd like to see on the horizon. I believe maybe like six months ago, it was mentioned that they would love to see digital products and things be able to be put there more easily. So I'm hoping that that's the way we're going, like courses, digital products, that kind of thing, because that's my jam. And I'd like to be able to sell it better on YouTube. So also kind of under this same umbrella, they're testing these products tagging in uploads. And they're sort of calling this a creator monetization Mm -hmm. feature, but essentially it's about you or I, or somebody being able to tag other people's products in our videos. Is that how that's set up? Yes. The way it looks to me, because I've not used it, but the way it looks to me is similar to what happens if you do that on Instagram, right? If you have like an Instagram photo and you tag like the hair and it's like this shampoo, or you tag like the shirt and it's like, Target or whatever. It looks very similar to that. And then it just provides a pop out when they click it to say like, oh, this is the link to that. So I think it'll be really great for affiliate marketing and also like shoppable products of people's things. So I think it'll be awesome. I think we'll see certain industries like the beauty industry, the travel industry, industries like that use it more than others. But I think it'll be cool and it'll be neat to kind of experiment with. So that's how the monetization part works is basically I link to a product. If somebody buys through my link, it's it's like an affiliate relationship. Totally. Yeah. Okay. And is that something that will have to be approved? Have you seen by the brand itself or like anybody can link to it and get credit for it? I would imagine unless YouTube has restrictions around who can use it, which I didn't see when I was like looking that up. But, you know, it could be that you can't use it till you're monetized or you can't use it till this. But I don't see the brands having to approve it because it's just like if I put an affiliate link in my description, I think yeah, is the way I see it. So I don't think so. Okay. That's an interesting way to look at it. It's the same affiliate link. It's just in a different place, basically. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And then for anybody who is using Shopify as part of the business, this is a pretty big announcement recently of a new integration with YouTube, right? Yes. And so what's really cool about this, again, for me as like a digital seller, is you can sell digital goods on Shopify. So this should work just fine. But basically, before now, if you wanted to link your Shopify shop with YouTube, it wasn't really possible. You had to go through all the different like pre-approved shops that YouTube has. But now Shopify integrates natively. So you can 
add your things from your Shopify store to that little merch shelf, or I guess would be called shopping shelf probably now right. under your videos. And it will just automatically pull in your products and automatically talk to your store on inventory or things like that. I think this is really cool. I don't use Shopify. So, you know, cool for me, probably not, but I think it's really cool in general. Well, and we were just talking about this here on the social media marketing talk show last week or the week before about how I, I thought infomercials were going to maybe die and go away the way that we grew up with them. But I mean, online, they are alive and well. And so this allows people to do that whole live shopping thing. Yeah. And it's funny that they say that because I sell live on webinars and things too. Right. No, I totally get it. Cause you're like, call such and such and get a free frying pan. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's what this is. It's really cool. It's just, I think we still have a long way to go to get every possible platform synced with every possible social media site or whatever, but I like to see it. Yeah. And in infomercials, you know, at one point in my mind were this dated thing, but they really are the inspiration for so much of what we do now. It's just that now anybody can do it from their house. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it cool? Rather than having to buy TV time. It is very cool. Isn't the world we live in cool? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for people watching that work with restaurants and cafes, they've had this YouTube places feature, mm -hmm. but now they're expanding this. So can you kind of remind people what YouTube places is if they're not familiar and then what, how they're expanding this now? Yeah. So basically you can like tag a place again, we're just going to use Instagram. Cause that's always like, I feel like they've had these features basically on Instagram. If you're like, I'm at whatever you can like tag that place as a location. Well, you've been able to do that on YouTube, but it was limited to travel, I believe. Totally. And maybe restaurants. And now they've opened that up to more recreations and businesses. So if I wanted to tag my location, which would I would never do because I work from home. <laughs> but if I wanted to, <laughs> I could now because I'm a business and my brand would then be eligible to have that my place tagged so that people can see where to go to shop this thing. I can really see it for like retailers, of course, like physical stores more so and travel and restaurants and coffee shops and things like that. I think you're exactly right for retailers because it takes the information from Google Maps. Yes. Which obviously takes information from Google business. So if somebody tags your business, all of a sudden your reviews are dropped in and your location and your hours and all of that kind of stuff is fully incorporated. Yeah. Which is really cool. Again, it's one of those things like Google owns YouTube. Why did this not happen years ago? But that's okay. <laughs> Conversation for a different day. Yeah, I don't think that one's worth bringing up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to work on renaming VODs to longs. I think that's much more important. I agree. And we were just talking about this form of marketing that still exists, but we think of it as like this old school thing with infomercials. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you could never do on traditional TV advertising, at least not like this, is now coming for YouTube ads. And they're calling it Ads Creative Studio. So tell us about what this is and how marketers can be using this. So ads are definitely not my strong point with YouTube, especially I'm more well-versed in like Facebook ads and Instagram ads, but essentially now they offer a lot of tools that will allow you to like dynamically change the ads based on where they're going to be placed. And I mean, that's spectacular, but again, Facebook has had it for years. So <laughs> it's one of those things that it is different because with YouTube ads, they're video based. And so it's one of those things that I'm sure it was a much harder to create than, you know, being able to put up a new photo for every ad or whatever. But now you can get in the creative studio, you can change out things, make things dynamic, and make things work together in a better way than they were before for different types of content. 
Well, and one thing I always tell people where, you know, they're like, oh, well, the algorithm doesn't show my videos or my posts or whatever. And, you know, the algorithm knows more than any of us. Yes. And so the ability to create all of these ad variables and then make sure that the 25-year-old woman sees the ad that's going to be most appealing to her. And then the 65-year-old guy sees the ad that's most appealing to him. And the person that's into skiing sees that ad. That's revolutionary. And obviously it took some time. Like you could kind of do this, I think with Google ads and banner ads before, but with video, it was a different animal. I'm sure it took a minute, you know? Yeah. In targeting, targeting is one of those things that us as marketers, we love, right? We're like, oh, we need to target this person and with this ad, but it's also a privacy issue. And so I'm sure that it took a while to like get all of these things worked out, especially with like iOS changes and all of that good jazz. But I'm excited to see it, even though I don't use YouTube ads, because it means that my ads will be more targeted to me. (laughs) So that's nice. (laughs) There you go. All right. Quick reminder to get your all access ticket to the Crypto Business Conference. It is coming up soon. It is coming up this fall. You can get it at socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC 2022. Jessica, where can we discover more about you? Well, you can just look up my name anywhere on the internet and you can find me. But my website is heyjessica.com and all my links are there. Which is an excellent domain, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. My last name is too much. Most people can spell it, but then I get all kinds of weird spelling. So I just went with, hey, Jessica, we're good. (laughs) Hey, Jessica, there you go. All right. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, we've got a couple for you to check out. One is the Social Media Marketing Podcast hosted by Social Media Examiner's founder, Michael Stelzner. And that comes out every week with an expert guest interview. And then, of course, the Crypto Business Podcast. And you can find them in your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. We'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.